It's the Strip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's that dynamic detective duo you know from True Bulk Escapades now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by the A-Bomb Radio Web Station and Atomic Wolf. of the stolen bird. It's mid-morning at the Outer Vegas Detective Agency and Walter is in the middle of a phone call. What does it look like? Is it bad? Anything hostile? Okay, okay. I'm right on it. Nah, Bunny's sick. I'm going to have to go it alone. All right, Humphreys. Bye. Bunny, I'm going out. (coughs) Oh, no. Am I missing out on something big? Nah, just a stiff who was found in an abandoned apartment building. Should be nothing. NCR wants me to bring anything he has back to base. Oh, and I'm going to need your pit boy just in case. <coughs> sure. Here. Hey, if he was found, then... <coughs> then why couldn't the NCR do it themselves? Caravan found him and reported it to the authorities. Looks like they've passed it on to me. Okay, Walter. Just... <coughs> Just be careful. (coughs) All right, Bunny, you just get better. Jeez, poor Buster. This fellow's in a pretty bad way, but foul play doesn't even look like a factor from this distance. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had a bad night with some chems at the time of death. Hmm. Odd outfit as well. Are those... aviator glasses? Hmm. And to top that off, he's got a flight jacket, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. No signs of gunshots, nor bullet wounds of any kind. Let's check his pockets. Now watch this. A piece of paper? What in the world? Ugh. The one day I didn't bring Bunny, and I'm left with these coordinate thingamajigs. (sighs) Okay, Walter, let's see. 35.444 degrees and... 114.9094 degrees W. Should come with a disclaimer saying warning. Egghead PhD required. (laughs) Well, time to put this wrist computer to work. What the? Wait. I've seen this place before. Why in the world would the NCR need... No. I think this detective has a little more time to poke around before the army does. Golly, who knows how many times I passed this place and never knew it was up and running. Uh-oh, looks like we've got some guards up the tunnel passage. <clears throat> Hello, fellows. How are you today? This is a pretty interesting piece of machinery you have there, sir. What is that, a pre-war 5.7 under the hood? The sound is amazing. Definitely looks like something from before our time. Say, how did you obtain this automobile? <laughs> some newfangled fusion-powered engine, I believe. Say, do you mind if I ask what's going on in here? I've never fancied Searchlight to be a socially active kind of place. Ah, sorry, sir, but Searchlight Airport is currently off limits to outsiders. 
Always has been. Oh, yeah? It ain't nothing personal, just precaution. Is this an NCR outpost? Nah, thank goodness. Though they seem to be our main visitor these days, so you're a breath of fresh air, whoever you are. If you're just a drifter, I'll have you know there's nothing good for you up the road from here. Cottonwood Cove is just gonna see you in that car of yours ripped to shreds. Say, boys, what are you doing roughing up our new guest? Now go on, let him through the tunnel. But ma'am... Don't make me put you back on slop duty. Serving grub to the airmen. Yes, ma'am. All right, sir, you lucked out for some reason. Just drive up the tunnel until you pass the runway. I'm sure you can park in front of the small terminal building just after that. Much obliged, sir. Searchlight Airport. Could have sworn I thought this place was abandoned. It will, with the way things are going. What the? Hey! How did you overpower my car radio? Towers, sweet thing, towers. Don't let our transmitters fool you. I wouldn't favor some rascal digging in my FM stream either. I just gotta check you out first. Well, that's okay then. Look at here, partner. Ignore the big flying machine laid out on the runway. It ain't finished yet. Just come meet me inside, and we'll give you the grand tour. No need to worry. I'm here for strictly business. I'm no tourist. I know that, partner. Else I wouldn't have let you on my base. <laughs> so what have you aviators got going on in here? Meet me inside, and we'll bark up that tree. Lots more ears than our own listening to this radio show. <laughs> Roger that. Good to finally meet you, Detective. Good to see some remnants of some real law out here. And not some college jocks playing toy soldier. <laughs> nice to meet you too, miss. Wendy. Wendy Booth. I'm president of the subsequent Pilots Club. Mojave Wasteland Branch. Well, it's our only branch. But we'll get around someday. Pilots Club? I've never heard of such a thing out here. Or anywhere, for that matter. We're as shiny and new as that car yours, Mr. Camry. And speaking of which, where'd you obtain that jollipy, if you don't mind me asking? Long story. But you're right. It's not even a year old, and trying to understand the mechanics behind it is a waste of time. Not much of a gearhead, eh? I ask because my boys are salivating over it, trying not to go full mechanic on it. Guess I'll slip that subject under the rug for now. But tell me, what do you think of Searchlight now that you're here? Well, Wendy, I can't deny that I'm in awe. All these workers and pilots in one spot, like the old days at the airport. Say, what is all this for? Thought you'd never ask. Simply put, the subsequent Pilots Club is a gathering of the Wasteland's few proud aviators and numerous engineers. Got repair and know-how, fixing guns and turrets on a daily basis, maybe flew with the old defeated Enclave Army. Welcome to the club. We intend to salvage and restore any and all flying machines for the good of mankind. Raise your hand if you got any questions. <laughs> well, Miss Wendy, that's fascinating. You don't think we can do it, do you? No, no, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> I was just joshing you. I know it's a crazy idea, but the forces behind it are stronger than you think. I hope it's not the toy soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> You're a card, Walter. But no, that's why you didn't have privates and colonels stopping you back there. We're an independent organization with the help of a few other smaller organizations that support the cause. And what's the big bird I'm seeing down there? Looks like your men are lugging in a collage of metal to that thing. Funny you should say that. The name of that big old beauty is the Pond Swan. It's gonna look like brand new when she's done. But don't be fooled. She's put together with nothing but prospects. All the good stuff, too. 
Can't wait to see it all done. She'll put any vertebrate to shame. Now that's incredible. So, now that you've asked your question, how's about mine? What did you come here for, Camry? Oh, I was so perplexed by all this, I nearly forgot. This is for you. I found this on the body of what looked like one of your attendants. I hope it isn't serious. Oh. Oh. I I see. Is something wrong? No. I... I just realized what this was for. It's the part we needed for the engine. You see, we picked up relations between a little group called the Boomers a week ago and made a deal to trade off some parts to each other. First man we sent to Nellis got blown apart, so we negotiated the exchange via radio. Long story short, they agreed to send a man with what we needed our way, and we could make the trade. (sighs) Looks like he didn't make it. But I don't understand. This is a diagram, not a part. It's a diagram for what we need to build. We can do it here, but it's sad those boomer boys won't see their messenger anymore. I'll radio in the situation and send my condolences. Well, if that's it, that's it. I guess my work here is done. I guess so. Say, what made you take on such an errand for people you didn't even know? (laughs) Oh, well, it's my job to take on such tasks for the people who bestowed them upon me. Thought it was more job-related than from the kindness of your own heart. Who sent you? Sorry, miss. That's classified. Classified? So the NCR sent you. Well, what the... How did you know? (laughs) Nobody but the NCR uses the word classified. So, why did they send you? (sighs) Okay, you got me. But you seem to have a predisposed hunch about the NCR. What's the skinny? (laughs) Good thing you didn't tell the boys out front. Walter, the NCR's been knocking on our door since the very beginning. Say they want to make us a branch of their organization. (laughs) So we say no. And since then, they've been trying to weasel their way into our fold in any way possible. Yep, sounds like them. Most likely want to rob our ideas and slap the new California Republic brand on our productions. Over my cold, dead body, I say. They want war machines, and we want something the exact opposite. So no sale. I'm into that, sister. You've got no arguments from this detective. You see, I'm protected by the city of New Vegas, so the soldier boys can't barge in so easily. They give me jobs, but I'm definitely not obligated to take them. You don't have to fight for what you own, Walter. I envy that. But hey, you won't have to leave without a jingle in your pocket. Take these, and tell the toy soldiers you hit a dead end. Thanks, Wendy. I wish the best to you and your organization. It seems like a noble cause. And thanks to you. We can push it further. Now that we got this here paper, Godspeed, Walter. I can't deny that I'm surprised at you, Walter. It seemed like such an open and shut case, Colonel. But without that paper, I can't take it anywhere. Crime solving isn't so black and white, sir. I know, I know. But what that man had on him was very important to the NCR. We've been tracking him for days now. Couldn't you have taken it by force while this man was still on the road? Mugging. That's not our way. And in any case, it wouldn't need to be taken in from him by force. We just wanted to know where he was going and find out how to get in. So you got wind and he was dead and wanted to loot while you could. Hmm. 
Mind me asking what this big scheme is all for? If so, I can still keep an open file on the case for you. As long as this subject never leaves this room or your office, fine. That man we were tracking, he's a boomer. You know, from Nellis. We know how hostile they are, but we never kept them out of our sight. So when we see one prancing out of the Air Force Base one day, we wanted to see what he was doing. How did you know what he was carrying? Radio transmissions between them and some lost cause named Subsequent Pilots Club. We offered to initiate them into the NCR, but they very firmly refused. Idiots have no idea what that kind of tech could do in the wrong hands. Do you know how close Searchlight Airport is to Cottonwood Cove? Anyway, we know the boomers have newfound relations with them. And when the caravan who reported his corpse to us came along this morning, we called you immediately. You sure this guy died from an overdose? I've seen it far too many times. He was a classic case. Darn. Well, Camry, we thank you for at least trying. We'll radio in if we pick up any leads. Keep that open file. And make sure you don't utter this to anybody. Understand? Hey, I've taken enough jobs from you fellas to know how this works. My lips are sealed, Colonel. Good man. I'll see you later, Detective. Come on, come on. What are you doing here, Walter? Trying to locate a file on NCR SPC relations. NCR and, and what? The subsequent Pilots Club. Some group I came across when trying to investigate the death of a boomer this morning. Ugh, there's gotta be a file here. Ugh, I'm lost. It's a long story. Say, what are you doing up? Shouldn't you be resting in bed? <laughs> well, I woke up to grab a cup of tea. But then it sounded like we had a poltergeist in the office sorting through the files. Very funny. Do you mind giving me the short version? There's nothing exciting on the radio in the middle of the day. <coughs> Look, the SPC told me that the NCR wants to take over their cause, but the SPC wouldn't let them. Now I'm being told the NCR wanted to do it for the well-being of the SPC, and that doesn't add up. Well, that's ridiculous. Everybody knows the NCR only cares about itself. Yeah. Sue says they wanted to secure them as a branch of the army to protect them from the Legion forces at Cottonwood Cove next door. But the SPC's leader, Wendy, knows what's up. <laughs> well, good for her. Not many have the guts to refuse the NCR like she did. But so what about the corpse you mentioned? That's another part that makes no sense. The colonel wanted me to grab that paper off the dead boomer this morning. But all it had turned out to be was a plain part diagram. Nothing of use to the NCR. So what could it be for? Blackmail against the SPC? I still can't piece that one together. Well, maybe. <coughs> I'll get it. <coughs> no, let me get it. All right. <coughs> Hello, this is Dummy B Investigations for matters both public and private. How can I help you? Walter. They... They got us, Walter. Huh? Who is this? Been, been shot. Caravan's dead. No warning. Caleb? Caleb, is that you? We, we didn't have it. Told us we didn't have it. But they, they got off control. Started firing. Brahmin's dead. Everyone's dead. I'm going to head over there right away. 
But can you tell me what happened? Caleb? Caleb! Walter, what's wrong with Caleb? Did his caravan get attacked? I don't just think they were attacked, Bunny. They were murdered. Good gosh, Caleb. What kind of monsters did this to you? You've been tagged at least eight times by the look of it. it must have took some strong willpower to drag yourself all the way to the phone booth. Hmm. These weren't street gang rounds, either. That leather armor would have protected most of that. No, these were big boy bullets. Possible suspects, Caesar's Legion raiding party, a Viper gunslingers, Van Graaff thugs? Hmm. Looks like he left a pretty heavy blood trail on his way here. Better hop in the car and follow it. Don't you worry, Caleb. We'll find your killers in no time. Jeez, he sure walked a long way. That must be the rest of the caravan up ahead. Brahmin shot to oblivion. Three guards slumped atop it and all their pockets turned out by the looks of it. Hmm, well, this is odd. Magazines are all mostly full. Let's see this sidearm. What the? What modern wanderer ambushes a bountiful caravan and takes nothing? Hold up a moment. Why this, why this Brahmin pack is totally full, but this makes no sense. If not the ammo, then why not the food and supplies? Nobody just murders someone out here without taking anything. Who cares about what's in a Joe's pockets? Wait, I'm missing the most important part here. These bullet casings. Why, these... These are 5.56 millimeter rounds. And belong to assault weapons and... Service rifles. Detective, come in, Detective. Over. What the? Detective, are you there? Over. Yes, this is Detective Camry. Walter, this is Wendy Booth. Look, I ain't got no time to read off a paragraph to you, but I... We need your help. Over. Wendy, thought you sounded familiar. I'm in the middle of a brutal crime scene. What is it? And no need to say over. Good. And I'm sorry for cutting in, but let me tell you something. Your case files are gonna double if you don't haul it down here right now. Oh yeah? What's the rush? Come on, Wendy, stop being vague. Who is it? It's your own time you're wasting. Uh, let's just say a few toy soldiers got tired of waiting and want to play hardball with us. Get the picture? Oh, no. <clears throat> I'll be right there. Roger, no need to stop for the guards this time. I'll be waiting outside the terminal building this time. Right beside the Pond Swan. On my way. everybody. It's just the investigator. Oh, thank goodness. You're here. So what's the deal, Wendy? You're saying the NCR is about to siege this place? Walter, this is Captain Soto. He's the mind behind Project Pond Swan. Nice to meet you, Mr. Camry. The NCR has been lying to you. And you think I don't know that? I take jobs from them when I don't find them crooked in nature. But you folks seem to have found yourselves in a real pickle here. I understand that clearly now, Mr. Camry. But right now determines whether or not we can get out of this pickle. 
Then what's going on? How can I help? Captain Soto and I overheard a conversation between Camp McCarran and a nearby comm station, which later turned into an order. Push came to shove, and now they're shutting the place down, ASAP. President Wendy told me of your NCR reputation. I wanted to see if there was some way to divert them from us. At least until we can get this bird flying. You wasted your time calling me here if you expected a prime negotiator. I'm a case man, not a talker. Then do your best to help us. We beg of you. See how we got the rump end of that plane with the cargo ramp running down it? We're trying to make a quick evac from the facility before the soldier boys come. If you could throw in a hand, lift some things, check for suspicions. You called me all the way down here for this? Hey, the money's good, and we think if they came along and saw you, they might be a little less trigger happy. What do you say, Walter? Because I need to get this boat off the ground and someplace safe before it's too late. Half my boys are planting dynamite in the tunnel, so the extra hands would be appreciated. All right, all right. Where should I start? There's a crate we could start you with. <gasps> Captain, look! That guard just shot a cadet. And he's headed inside the plane. Looks like you have an interloper on your hands. Get behind cover, boys. Shoot him before he takes off with the bird. Come on, you two. We need to head up that cargo chute before it's too late. Never mind. Take cover behind those boxes. I'd know that artillery anywhere. The NCR's coming. It don't look like they come for diplomacy. Open fire, men. Walter. I'll give you a million caps if you can hook it to that plane. Are you kidding? They'll blow my top off before I even knew it once I leave this cover. But we can't let the man take off with our plane. We spent too much time on it. I have a better idea. Cadet! Cadet, get your butt over here! I'm here, man. Good gosh! The NCR isn't playing games this time. They're bombarding us with- We know that, Cadet. What should I do? Do you have the detonator for the explosives? Oh, yeah. Right here. Ready to blow with what we already set in place. Good. Now on my mark, I want you to flip the switch and boom that sucker. Ma'am? We don't have time to debate. Just follow my lead and hit the button. Walter, you and I will hook it to the car when it does. It's the best diversion we've got. Sounds a whole lot better. Go ahead. We don't need those troops coming through the tunnel. Everybody, fall back. She's about to blow. All right. Fire in the hole. Go, go, go! Go get them, you two. Head to the passenger seat. Keep those windows rolled up. He's really hitting the gas on that thing. If he gains enough momentum to lift it off the runway, we'll all be cornered here. Well, if he keeps that cargo hatch open, I'll be able to glide this wagon onto the ramp. But what happens after we remove it? You leave that to me. With any luck, I'll wrangle the rest of the men on board so we can get out of here. Without this plane, searchlight is useless to the here it comes. Idiot probably don't even know how to fly that thing. He'd be lucky if he didn't plow it into the ground. Get ready, Wendy. We're heading into the swan. I'm holding on tight. Don't you worry. Brace for it. Oh. You all right? Don't worry about me. We need to be worrying about blasting that varmint in the cockpit. No arguments here. The plane's pretty empty. So just up those stairs and past the curtains will be our man. Say, who is this guy? Can't say I know. I don't regulate the new fellers. That's Soto's job. What about his motive? What do you think? He's rapscallion NCR is what he is. What about the men outside? I already told you that I'm well aware of their crooked activities, but I'd be lying if I said I knew they would stoop this low. Hey, you thought I heard a noise down there. What are you doing? 
what are you doing with my plane? You're dead, the both of you. Behind those pillars, it's our only chance. Say that again to my nine millimeter. We need to take him together, fire at the same time. Roger. Say, good shot. I'd assure you did it, but only one of us has experience shooting on a moving plane. Now come on, up those stairs. I'm on your six. Golly, he sure accelerated this hunk of metal. Gonna need to smash the e-brake on this thing before we crash it on a rock or something. Don't expect me to know the lingo. How can I help stop this thing? Ugh. If you could grab this mighty big lever and yank it, it'd be much appreciated. I've got everything under control up front. This one? Uh, yeah. Now yank it if you know what's good for you. Right. I think we've stopped. Did that do it? Woo! I think it did. We make a pretty good team, don't we? Yeah, but I think I have my own partner waiting for me back at the agency. Do you think you can take it from here? Don't you worry. I'm gonna round up every aviator on this boat and pray we have enough room to launch this off the ground from here. But first, I'm gonna need you to step in that car of yours and speed off before the NCR notices you. I'll be speedy then. <laughs> and Wendy, I hope for the better of your group, maybe you can find new ground towards the east. It's no trouble, Investigator. All just part of the job. And Hank, you really saved our hides out here today. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. It's no trouble either. Now start those propellers. Your people have a plane to catch. No arguments there. Attention, SPC. Attention, SPC. This is President Booth. The Pond Swan is back under our control. We need all hands on deck. Emergency evac. Five minutes. And if you could believe that on my way out, I saw that big old plane take off, and with a bunch of angry NCR troopers shooting at it. Uh-huh. And, uh, what happened to the plane? It took off without a hitch, as far as I know. Wendy and Captain Soto got on board, along with the rest of the crew that didn't perish. And all you had to shoot was one man. That's right, Bunny. One man. <laughs> well, I'll be dipped. <laughs> Well, Bunny, today's issues were more mechanical in nature than anything else. You sure about that? Huh? What do you mean? <coughs> Caleb! <coughs> you went looking for him. And now you're telling me about some kooky pilots organization who nearly got obliterated? <laughs> What's with the sudden rift in time? <coughs> because with what you told me... I know, Bunny, I know. <sighs> Caleb's old caravan was murdered, along with the man himself. And I was professionally done, for as far as killers go. But why, Walter? Why would someone just plain murder a caravan and not steal any of the goods? Makes no sense. <coughs> but it does, Bunny. But it's a truth both of us would rather not face. The NCR murdered Caleb, plotted it from the very beginning. And if they weren't going to get that paper from me, it would be from the caravan who could have seen it. But that's... that's... that's so awful. Caleb and his group wouldn't hurt anybody, let alone steal anything. Of course not, but the army didn't care. You see, Bunny, the caravan case and the searchlight case are both connected. I was originally told the body of the dead boomer with sensitive material was found by Caleb's caravan this morning. They were on the move as usual, so they reported it to the NCR some ways down the road. 
That's when I got the call and ended up finding the paper in the man's bomber jacket. And you said you reported it to Shu. Right. But only the body. The paper stayed with Wendy. In layman's terms, the NCR wanted that paper as leverage to hold against the SPC, something to hold against them in exchange for entry into Searchlight Airport. With hope of finding that paper gone, they became frantic and pursued the only other people connected to the intel, Caleb's caravan. So my theory was right. The NCR killed Caleb? All because of what he saw? Right. I'm sure whoever Sue sent after them worked the caravan over good. Not exactly the best thing to do around hired mercenaries. A gunfight ensued, and they all perished. Caleb, of course, managed to call it in. In any case, I think we have a pretty thick file to prosecute some higher-up members to Mr. House. I don't think we want to do that, Walter. Why? We have solid evidence that they had a friend of his caravan murdered. Well, it's not that, Walter. It's the plane. I went looking for that file during your trip earlier. And, well, it's something that could get us both in deep trouble. Well, what is it? Here, see this? That's the copy of a blueprint patented by Robco Industries back before the war. What the? That diagram sure looks familiar. And you see this page? Now that looks like a contract for the thing. It says here, the plane was going to be ultimately built for the war effort. And look who it's signed by. Robert Edwin House. My goodness, Bunny. Wendy and the rest of the SBC were constructing Mr. House's old plane. The Pond Swan already had blueprints. <coughs> exactly. Meaning if we told House, he'd probably burn us for letting his prized plane get away. And I bet you it was planned to be constructed at Searchlight Airport in its heyday. Which is probably how that aviator group got a hold of the original copy. But, but Caleb, the caravan. If we can't turn in the NCR for murder, what is there to be fulfilled about? What's the end game? <laughs> Not shooting ourselves in the foot, that's what. Yeah, but I think we could both find some comfort in knowing the NCR can spin tales about the one that got away. This has been Walter and Money in The Strip. Be sure to tune in next time for our next episode, That Case of the Sunken Orchid. Walter and Bunny try to solve a suspicious disappearance from 200 years ago. But why? And what does a popular comic serial have to do with it? And could one picture save the whole case? Find out next time on The Strip. In the production you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman. Bunny by Sharon Grunwald. Wendy by Alicia Condry. Colonel Zoo by Jake Goldfarb. Caleb by The Cake Devil. Captain Soto by Stu King. Additional voices include Stu King, Ryan Mountfield, and Sean Dawes. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb Radio Web Station and Atomic Wolf. Each episode is written, directed, and produced by Preston Harden. You're listening to ABR. That's A-Bomb Radio, in case you forgot. 
How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue, and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.